podcast. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome back to the Movie Bar Podcast, the average movie podcast for average movie fans by average movie fans. The bar is now open. Welcome to episode number 62. I'm your host, Kyle. I'm Justin. And I'm John. And in important news, have you guys watched the Five Nights at Freddy's trailer? Yes, I have. Justin, no. did you, you didn't watch? No. I, I don't know anything about it. I don't care for it. I, I, it's not really on my radar. So the reason I wanted to talk about it is I especially wanted your input, Justin, seeing as you're a, a father of a 10-year-old. and Nine. Nine and a seven-year-old. Seven, soon to be eight. Yeah. So <coughs> Hunter... That, that was nice. Sorry. Hunter has been obsessed with um, Five Nights at Freddy's lately. There was that whole controversy about whether it was about a guy that killed a bunch of kids in a Chuck E. Cheese, and that's based off of that. But apparently, that's not the way this movie's going. Kyle, what did you think of the trailer first? Um, I think it looks really good. I think uh, Jim Henson, like the, the uh, Sesame Street guy, and like all that, I think he his shop so like did all the animatronics, so those look really good, and they're yeah. they're all practical. So that alone it makes me, you know, I'm excited for. But also, it's kind of crazy because you know I played the first one when it came out when I was like 12, so it's crazy yeah. that it's finally getting a movie and somehow it's still like big with kids. Like it's wild to me. Hunters into it too. Cause that shit is yeah. scary. Like I remember playing the game and I was like, this, this is terrifying. Yeah. It, I don't know how he got into it. I know his sister was into it for a while, but that's back when everybody thought it was a guy who killed a bunch of kids in a Chuck E. Cheese or whatever. And I mean, it is kind of creepy. Like these animatronics coming to life and killing the kid or whatever, but yeah. Well, have you ever have you ever seen the game? Yeah, we, yeah. I've I've seen the first one. You know, when, when you're sitting in the room watching yeah. the screens or whatever, and then the um, security breach, I believe it is the one that's yeah. on the PS4. We've played that. You know, very dark and then a lot of jump scares and yeah. But I think my main thing is if we. Like, the plan is right now is for me to watch it first and de- deem whether it's appropriate for him mm-hmm. at this age because he doesn't like scary stuff or whatever. And that one scene at the end of the trailer with the guy with the blades, it that was the only really intense scene. I don't know if there's going to be a lot of blood or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I'm curious if it's PG-13 or R. Yeah. If it's R, it's a definite no, but if it's PG-13, then it's something, Yeah. you know, that's yeah, why I, I imagine it probably will be just because they want kids to go see it too. Yeah, and I mean it's Blumhouse, Universal Studios. What are you shaking your head at, Justin? Nah, nah. There's no way that this is going to be safe for children. I, like, you know, no. like I can't hear it, but just watching it, no. But see, that's basically what the game is, though. That same concept, the guy watching the screens and... Hey, it's not my fault you let your kid play the game. <laughs> okay. This is why my kids don't have phones. <laughs> he doesn't have a phone either. He plays it on his Switch, and he watches the videos and collects the action figures. They don't which have are the worst. Which, which are the worst action... Out. Well, get him one then, Dad. I had the chance to win one, and I got screwed out of it. Oh, fiddlesticks. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, that it, doesn't look like it's going to be. Yeah, I mean, like they can try and swing that to give it a, a PG thirteen rating, but it's still going to be. Yeah, I, I agree. No. With that. Like, I, I, that's why I don't think the game is because I mean I was playing it when, you know, I was a little, I was older than Hunter, but like, yeah. not old by any means, but even I. You know, I remember being scared of it. So that's why I was blown away when Hunter was talking, because I was like, there, there's no way. I just can't imagine him sitting there playing it, because it's very intense. Like, It's not yeah, even it's, just that. It, 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 it's the fact that, like, your kid is then going to 
see these animatronics mm-hmm. all around wherever you go. I mean, there's, yeah. you know, certain stores, the malls and all that stuff. And it, this, you know, when he's playing the game, that's one thing, but this puts it into the realm of possibility. Yeah. So one of my plans is this weekend is, uh, not this weekend, but you know, this summer is to take him to a Chuck E. Cheese. I don't know if they still have the animatronic because, like, when when yeah, me do. and Justin were kids, well, some to. things those things were creepy as all hell. Yeah, yeah, and they're still just as creepy. Are they okay? Yeah. So, you know, I, I heard there's been um, like you know remodeling done, but I know, mean, I haven't been to one since the pandemic, but. I mean, it's... But that's still, that's a lot longer than I had been. You know, I haven't been the one since it was in West Roxbury years ago. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I want to take them and show them, like, okay, this is what, basically what the Five Nights at Freddy's movie is. Hmm. And so, it'll be interesting. I mean... um, I think it's definitely going to make a shit ton of money, though. Coming out right for Halloween, everybody knows, everyone knows about it. Like it's definitely gonna make a ton, and it's Bumhouse probably made for nothing. So yeah, and it will be coming to Peacock also. So I can tell you, like James, he could handle watching that movie. I, I'm confident he's got the, you know, I can deal with that kind of stuff. But yeah. the other two, no way. Yeah, the other two like, who are Hunter's age, right around it, they have it sandwiched. Yeah. No, <laughs> like no, Sammy would be up for the rest of his life. Yeah. He would not go to sleep by himself anymore. I mean, when you come, like, you guys have seen the movie room or whatever, it's it's mostly horror, you know, the 31 poster, the hatchet stuff, and he's cool. Like, he comes in, he's like, oh, I know Jason, I know Freddy, I know Chucky, I know all that. But then it's like, maybe if he's with me. <laughs> uh, Perfectly timed. <laughs> It's just like, you know. <laughs> um, it's I. I think he he told me he'd be able to handle it, maybe because he knows the movies, like. Uh, I mean the video games, but I'll have to watch it, and you know maybe if you guys watch it the day it comes out and help make this decision. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kyle, you've seen Hunter, Justin, you'll see him next month, uh, the next month. You'll kind of see how he is when he interacts with certain stuff, but like he knows all about it. He's excited for the movie. We had to take a picture in front of the poster when we went two weeks ago. So, but you know, it's so yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's. I think, I think it looks cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, the fact that it's all practical makes me. Way more excited than I would have been. So, um, I think the other big news I can think of that actually came out today is that they casted Superman and Lois Lane, and it's David Corin Sweat, who I, I only know from Pearl from last year, and then Rachel Brosnahan, who's the lead actress in Marvelous Miss Maisel on Amazon. But I think I think it could be cool. Um, I was saying to my friend though, I think it's pretty crazy. Like, people have been wondering who's going to play the new Fantastic Four forever. And, like, the DC kind of movies imploded, and, like, James Gunn took over, and then we already know who's being casted already before Marvel is getting any of that out, which is interesting. Um, but, yeah. So so that was Superman and Wonder Woman, you said? And no, Lois Lane. Lois Lane, Lane okay. Yeah. Um I don't know who either one of those two are, but I have no yeah. interest in the DC universe whatsoever. So I don't know. Are they getting are they this getting like a TV show or a standalone movie or? It's going to be like the start of them resetting it all because it's going to be James Gunn, kind of. Forming oh yeah. It. Yeah. Okay. And that'll be like the beginning, kind of. But yeah, um, yeah, I can't think of any other news stories though. Do you guys have anything? Um, did I mean, you see? 
Go ahead, that, Justin. That brings up that little rumor that I shared with you guys about Sony thinking of buying Warner Brothers. Oh, yeah. Movie rights. Yeah. Which, if that was the case, it'd be just another nail in the coffin. <laughs> yeah. Because Sony has experience doing superhero movies, and they've pretty much killed most of the ones that they had. They yeah. get, you know, the first Spider-Man was good. The second Spider-Man was pretty good. And then they just shot themselves in the foot with the third one. Yeah. And killed it. And then they tried to do it again. And then, you know, everything happened. So. Um, and, and now they're murdering side characters for Spider-Man <laughs> to try and make up for what, you know, the Marvel as itself can do with the movie. Yeah. So it, 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 I don't know. I don't think that would be good for them, but. Do you think that would be a conflict of interest with them having Spider-Man and the Warner Brothers movie? No. No. Cuz uh my they got me um Marvel superheroes uh the 3 dead 3 game collection for the PS4 yep. for Father's Day mm-hmm. and Warner Brothers had their hand in that game. They made oh, that. Did they? Game. Okay. And that's a Marvel game. So it's it's they you know they all intertwine and intercede and intersect and all that stuff but um it's a little different because Sony only has like Spider-Man, yeah, you know, and like side characters and stuff, and now the X-Men are back home and all that stuff. So it's they they have limited, you know, characters. So yeah, it's okay. It's a little different, but if they got if they got like DC, I think that they should go back to you know forget what Marvel's doing and just you know yeah, give us a character and give him a series. Don't. Bring them all together. Just stick with what you're good at. Because, like, Batman, Tim Burton, that was great. You know, everybody remembers those movies fondly. People from the 70s and all that, they remember, you know, Christopher Reeves as Superman. And that was great. That's great memories. But then they came and they they tried to just mash it all together because of what Marvel did. And they just ruined it on themselves. You know? And then they pushed this flash down everybody's throat and... People are not reacting well to it, so it's, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm just going to shut my fan off real quick. Well, Justin, what is your pick of the week? Oh, now you want my pick of the week. (laughs) Well, as I pretty much spoiled last week, my pick of the week is Renfield. Renfield, the tortured aide of his narcissistic boss, Dracula, is forced to procure his master's prey and do his every bidding. However, after centuries of servitude, he's ready to see if there's a life outside the shadow of the Prince of Darkness. It's released April 14th on 20, 2023 and directed by Chris McKay. And I thought this movie was great. I thought it was everything. Exactly as I pictured Nick Cage to be Dracula. I mean... That was kind of what it was. There was some weak parts to the story and all that stuff, but overall, I I enjoyed it, um, and I do suggest it. John, what is yours? Okay, what pick of the week or movies that we watched? Did pick we of the week. Something? Pick of the week. Okay. Um, so my pick of the week is kind of fitting right now because it's about this in the room right now. Uh, Two hundred and forty-seven degrees Fahrenheit. Terror strikes when three friends become locked inside a sauna that is gradually getting hotter at a lakeside cabin. Initially released on September 1st, 2011, and it's directed uh, Bikwa Jagabura and Laban Baka. Oh, um, why you torture yourself? Yeah, I realized <laughs> that after I picked it, but uh, it stars uh, Tyler Maine, Scout Taylor Compton. Pretty interesting. Sounds like a long, boring movie. Not really. Um, it, you know, it's three people confined inside of a sauna and they can't get out and it, they try to get out, break stuff. It just keeps getting hotter and hotter and like the effects the heat takes on their bodies. It's insane. You get it. Just it sounds like it's one of those that I personally wouldn't lose interest in because it yes. kind of is one area the whole time. And yeah. well, it's not it's not one area the whole time. It you know, and then like Tyler Maine's character is outside, 
He owns the house. Yeah, they're giving you backstory and all that. It yeah. bounces back and forth, and there's a lot of times where you're like, okay, they're going to get out. And then it's like, fuck, no, they, they're not. Like, damn it. So. Um, you could also call this movie Cabin Fever. It sounds like it'll. No, not even close. No, I'm saying the title oh, okay. could also be Cabin Fever. Yeah. Works both ways. Um. My pick was After Sun. Uh, 20 years after their last holiday at a fading vacation resort, Sophie reflects on the rare time spent with their loving and idealistic father, Callum. At 11 years old, as the world of adolescence creeps into Sophie's view, Callum struggles under the weight of life outside of, fathership, outside of fatherhood. Sophie's recollections become a powerful and heart-rendering portrayal of their relationship as she tries to reconcile the father she knew with the man she didn't. Uh, came out October 21st, 2022, directed by Charlotte Wells. Yeah, you know, super artsy movie, but one of my favorites last year, and I've just been wanting to rewatch it, so that's why I chose it this week. That's why I haven't heard of it. Mm, yeah. I won't make you guys watch it. I or I'll make you guys watch it, and then I'll say I can't do the podcast after the last minute. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun. Um, and then it John. won't get covered, and we'll just skip right over to something that we know by heart. Yeah. <laughs> We'll do another commentary for Here Comes the Boom. <laughs> um, John, what have you watched this week? Um, I should probably go last, man. This is a big list. No, but um, so I watched Evil Dead Rise. And I watched The Hurricane. Wait, you didn't I, watch all the other ones to catch up? No. You normally watch full series. That's crazy. Yeah. It was a busy week. Uh, I spent all day Saturday moving stuff from the basement to the second floor. But uh, yesterday I was talking with my friend Ashley, and I gave her five movies to pick. One of them from for me to watch yesterday, and she chose the Silver Linings Playbook with Jennifer Lawrence. So It's a great movie. It is. It was a really good movie. Good choice by her. Um, so, yeah. That's it. That's all I watched. Three movies this week. Wow. Wow. World Great. record. Yeah. Um, Justin, what have you watched? Well, I watched Evil Dead Rise. I, watched that. I did not watch all the rest of them. Nope, 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 mm-hmm. nope. I watched that train wreck Woodstock documentary today. Yeah. The Netflix one? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, um, I started watching some spy show on Netflix about like the actual like things like you know audio surveillance and video surveillance and how they'd be used and all that stuff and that was pretty interesting but um, yeah that, um, that was really it what, what were your thoughts on the um, Woodstock documentary I know me uh, and Kyle have talked about it but I mean it was Interesting. It was, <laughs> um, I mean, it it it, it kind of showed that you know they were they were doomed from the start, you know. Got a lot of greed. Do you think that was a um, representation of our generation at that time, back in '99? If you screwed us over, yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you look at the landscape at the time, you know. <laughs> You know, like Stone Cold Steve Austin defying against authority, South Park. Well, I mean, it was, you know, it wasn't just that. I mean, like, you know, they took all of the stuff that they brought with them to eat and drink away, and then they price gouged the crap out of them. Didn't give them, you know, enough toilets to last the weekend. Didn't give them enough running water that wasn't, you know, laced with poop for a weekend. And, you know, (laughs) that's what you're going to get. You know, I've seen it just in Mansfield. For Ozfest, yeah. you know they're pissed off at the bit. They started throwing mud up at the stage. Same thing as at Woodstock. I mean, it, it, it. You know, you got to keep the crowd entertained if they're going to pay that much money to go see something and then get price gouged again when they can't. You know, and I definitely bring think necessities that, in. I definitely think the heat played a factor in that as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm all on tarmac. That gets ridiculously yeah. hot. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was completely their fault. Yeah, they definitely screwed the pooch on that. 
They, they didn't. They didn't have enough people to do anything. Is is absolute train wreck. Just and the like security guys just flipped their shirts inside out and fucking left. Yeah, or sold them so, and made a yeah. nice profit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody only really need one for three days, so. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Well, we will. Well, what about I you? only watched. Yeah, I watched Bumblebee, Transformers Rise of the Beasts, and then Charade. Was it? Charade? What's that? Um, it's a movie from the 60s. Oh, okay. Hepburn okay. and Cary Grant. It was really, 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 really good, actually. Okay. Um, I saw that. Cool. Just showing it. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, we'll move on to Evil Dead Rise, which is about a reunion between two estranged sisters that gets cut short by the rise of flesh-possessing demons, thrusting them into a primal battle for survival as they face the most nightmarish version of family imaginable. Came out April 21st, 2023, directed by Lee Cronin, um, is distributed by Warner Brothers Pictures. Um, it was a well, it wasn't adapted from The Evil Dead, but it's, you know, a sequel-ish, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, it had a box office of $146.3 million, um, and yeah. It also has a runtime of an hour and 36 minutes. Uh, there was no end credit scene, which I was quite surprised about. Uh, the cinematography was done by Dave Garbett. And it is rated R for bloody horror, violence, gore, and some language. And it is currently streaming on Max, as well available for purchase on Vudu, Amazon, as well as on Blu-ray, DVD, and 4K as of Tuesday the 27th. Oh, he's already gotten it, so shocking. Oh, ups- look at that. It was upside down. <laughs> and for our cast of characters, we have Lily Sullivan as Beth, Alyssa Sutherland as Ellie, Morgan Davies as Danny, Gabrielle Eccles as Bridget, Nell Fisher as Cassie, Noah Paul as Bruce, Richard Crouchley as Caleb, Maravi Peace as Teresa, Anne Marie Thomas as Jessica, Jaden Daniels as Gabriel, Billy Reynolds McCarthy as Jake, Ty Wano as Scott, and March, Mark Mitchinson as Mr. Fonda. Bruce Campbell is featured in an uncredited voice-only cameo role heard in a recording on one of the phonograph records from 1923. So that's good. I always got to have him in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know the director, when they first screened it, said he'll give, like, 50 bucks to whoever spots it in the crowd. And, like, the first person that came up to him, like, was like, oh, is it this one? And they got it right. But, yeah. Well, he has such a distinct voice. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, I, yeah. I, after, cause I knew like he was in there somewhere. So after I saw it, I, I knew that was him, but my friends were like, yeah, I, I, I have no idea. And they're just as into it as I am, but they, yeah. they didn't catch it. Yeah. But I mean, I wasn't, you know, paying attention for it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, well, what did you guys kind of think with that whole intro that, is back at the cabin um, before we move into the city. I mean, I, I, I did like that whole opening sequence. Mm-hmm. I thought the scalping was pretty cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was pretty um, brutal. And I did expect more from the drone. Mm-hmm. That disappointed me. Yeah, yeah. Um, just a couple scratches on the face, and she did it, you know, spoiler alert, did it to herself, you know, I was, you know, because they, they, they teased it, you know, oh, it won't, it won't decapitate, you'll just, she, she should have made it decapitate him. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, You know, or something, or to, done something to him, not just, you know, that, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely a cool opening. <laughs> I was, I was wondering how it was, it was tying into the movie. Mm-hmm. But as you'll see later on, you you see how it ties in, and yeah, you know when she just grabs the drone and is like, uh, you know, I was like, oh okay, and but uh, the drone kill was very intense. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, after that when he dives in and that, was... and it, it was cool paying homage to the original with that shot where it's flying in and it's yeah. cutting through the woods and mm-hmm. you know. 
I I don't I believe they did that with a motorcycle in the remake um uh, 2011 remake and however they did it in the original but it was cool to kind of like okay it's a drone now you know so, yeah. yeah um and I think uh, I really like you know the title credits I thought that was pretty cool yeah definitely a big moment um um yeah and like like you said we kind of move into them being in the city, which is interesting because, you know, Evil Dead is one of the Cabin in the Woods kind of movies, so it's interesting. They finally took it out and, I mean, they're in L.A., but it's a classic kind of horror franchise thing where, like, oh, it's in the city now. Yeah. But um, it's more so just in an apartment. We don't really see much of the city. Um, but what do you guys kind of think of the, the setting? It, definitely different than being in the cabin. Mm-hmm. But I think for the story that they wanted to tell it had to be in a city in an apartment a rundown apartment building above an old bank and it kind of tied it all together for me yeah yeah i think the i liked the uh bank aspect like i think it's yeah. kind of cool and like with the earthquake and all that um and the fact that you know they tell the story of oh this used to be a bank you know there could be money down there yeah. then all of a sudden, there's an earthquake, a hole in the ground, mm-hmm. and they see the the safe or the um, safe deposit boxes or whatever they were. Vault. Yeah. yeah, the vault and pulling the record and you know definitely a different take on it, but yeah, I liked it. Yeah, and uh, I think playing off the records is kind of cool too. And I think um, the way I kind of like. Because, you know, this movie did do, it did really well. It's, like, the number one movie in HBO Max right now. Like, they just added it, and it's the top watch. It even beat, you know, the new Avatar movie. So it's definitely doing well. So hopefully we'll get another one soon enough. But they're definitely building it out, the universe and all that. Yeah. And, like, who knows if we'll ever see a movie about how this ended up in the bank vault or something like that. Or yeah, like, like a prequel. Like, yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, that could be interesting in 1923, a bunch of priests fighting demons. Like, there's definitely room to do all their crazy stuff from there. Bruce Campbell would have to play the priest. Yeah, yeah. He would would be good at that. Um, Yeah, and I think kind of setting it up to be a – that was, like, before I saw it, like, setting it up where it's a family. I was like, okay. Like, I don't want it to be, like – because, you know, there, there's kids in the movie, and I didn't want it to be one of those horror movies where there's kids and it's kind of muted, but they definitely don't hold back with the kids. Um, yeah. No, 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 they did not. Oh. <laughs> no. Um, I, mean, I mean, the little girls, like, she's cutting heads off of dolls and shit. Like, yeah. I was like, she's going to be the first one to go. Come on now. Yeah. She was the first one to, you know, transform or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I feel a little gypped on that. I feel like the kid would have, the, the younger daughter would have been better to have turn for a little bit and have her creepy ass crawling around and. Yeah. And, and, uh, they don't, like, in the other ones, like, sometimes they turn and then come back. So they could have done that and had, if they didn't want to fully kill her off, had, um, her come back. That could have been cool. But. Yeah. I mean. I think we've all seen, you know, the kids being yeah. possessed, and it's been overkill. And yeah, but it's fun. You know, spoiler: the fact that she survives, like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and I, that is kind of, you know, the the themes and all that kind of lean towards her surviving with her being pregnant and all that. So, um, but I do, I do think once. It takes a little bit to get going, but once like the mom getting possessed is pretty pretty crazy, like we get that kind of drone shot again, and then the elevator scene, and all that. Um, but I think uh, we once... didn't we didn't we didn't talk about what I thought was the actual Evil Dead Rising was when she looked at the pregnancy test and thought she was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> kidding, kidding. Uh, John, that's you know, well, you, you didn't write this one. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh it's because they're in a high rise building, so yeah, not crazy. Um, well, anyways, um, I think 
Alyssa Sutherland as the the mom and the main bad guy is great. I thought her yeah. she kills it. That elevator scene was friggin' crazy. Yeah. I mean, it just throws her against the wall, then the, you know, it's coming out, the wires are coming out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it definitely gave that Evil Dead feel. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's been a lot of horror movies and stuff in elevators and scenes, but I feel like I haven't seen the wires, like, do anything like that. Yeah. It's kind of a new, a new take yeah. on it. I mean, I've, I've seen it in other movies other various things but mm-hmm. never never quite like that yeah. the whole, I mean I guess you know the chains in like Hellraiser kind of hold you in those DSM yeah. positions but I mean yeah it's a little different when it's you know something that you I, I know I've been using daily for the past couple mm-hmm. months that's <laughs> yeah. something I want to think about when I step into a high rise elevator yeah but um yeah like she absolutely killed it, and, uh, you know, she's definitely scary at points. Like, I like the whole scene in the bath when, like, she's, like, flies up and, like, screams and falls back down. I thought that was cool. Um, but uh, what did you guys kind of think of once we get into the action, like, the, the pacing of it? Like, the scene when she's making the eggs? Mm-hmm. Like, she's just like yolks and all that I was like okay so that's how we're doing this now but um definitely the transformation was intense yeah like you know she went from zero to 60 like that Mm -hmm. and you know you you kind of see how the kids were and how she is as a mom at first like at the beginning you know oh you better not be playing with my scissors and then when she starts doing shit like the um the sewing gun tattoo gun yeah, the tattoo gun, like... Yeah, they definitely set up, like, you know, we see the the tattoo gun almost in the eye. That, that's obviously, yeah. you know, any eye stuff is always... <laughs> especially that, where it's going in and out, like... Obviously, yeah. if we saw that happen, it just kind of hits their cheek, but... Um, yeah, then, that was also a missed opportunity. I, yeah. I think they should have done it. I think they should have gone yeah. for it. I think they yeah. should have done it. Oh, I mean, one, I don't know how they would have made it work, but I wanted to see it. <laughs> yeah, one um, one scene I thought was funny was when so you know all that happens with the tattoo gun and they get her back outside the apartment and like it's all the the other kind of cast and you yeah, know you assume tenant. like okay you know the family is gonna is gonna live for a little bit and they'll slowly kill off the other cast but like you know bam one bam scene, bam yeah one right after another real quick. Yeah, oh, yeah, I thought that was a cool in all different ways too. Yeah. Like you know, the guy pulling his eye out, the uh, you know, yeah, it was definitely uh, a shocker that they killed all those other people so yeah. quickly. Yeah, I thought that was a cool little twist, and then it allowed kind of more focus onto the family. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I think. Once we get back inside and like everybody else is getting possessed too, that's when some of the more gruesome stuff comes. Yeah, um, like the scissors in the arm that was pretty brutal, and um, yeah, like I, when the, arm was great. the pipe yeah. thing through the yes. mouth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. When she became possessed, it was like okay, you know, she could come back from this. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the mother. They, Go ahead, Justin. Glass. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That part on that scene was. And that, that was good. Mm-hmm. The use yeah, she of was blood good too, in this honestly. movie. Like, the use of blood in this movie was crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely a big budget, you know, let's bloody it up, you know. Yeah. Um,. I, I don't know if it it definitely has a lot. I mean, we get the blood elevator later, but I think the 2013 one has like the record because they rained blood for a while, so that's technically the record for the most blood used. But uh, I mean, this is probably up there as well. Yeah, I mean, they filled an elevator with it. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that didn't beat <laughs> it. I mean, that was a lot of blood. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. 
but then, and I mean the whole it, that with the glass. I mean that little, just that little poke out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. That I mean, was I'm pretty sure that's part. not what would have happened. I'm pretty sure, like, if something like that, like, it would have just kept going down, sticking out. But that yeah. was. The thing that got me was like the body, um, disforming, like you know when she's turning. Yeah, and the cracking and stuff. <laughs> yeah, 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 like. Uh, Shit freaks me out. Like, yeah, yeah I get uh, used to that though, because that they do that in every single one of these. And it get, gets me like of movies. What was mm-hmm. that movie when the girl like bends backwards? What was that? Um, The Conjuring or The Last Exorcism? Yeah, it's, Emily Rose. Just, there, yeah, yeah uh, like. Yeah. Uh, um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know we get some puking and stuff too. That's classic. Oh, Evil yeah. Dead. Yeah. Can't go without that. Sitting there trying to eat some chicken in the first scene, and yeah, I was like, "Oh, well, that's yeah. your fault for not." Yeah, that was my fault that. for watching a fucking Evil Dead movie while eating chicken. <laughs> yep, mm-hmm. my bad. What was I thinking? Every single movie involves somebody throwing some vile yeah. thing up. You know, <laughs> I haven't watched the Evil Dead movie since we went and saw the remake in 2011 at the movie theater. So neither have I, but I remembered. <laughs> Nothing's changed. The show too. The show is just as yep. gory and. I don't think I watched the show. I watched. Show's good. Uh, at least I think that was what Ash versus Evil Dead. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Don't know. That one's, watch. you know, more, more comedy than horror, but, you know, it still has plenty of blood and all their pretty funny. liquids, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and I think, like, this movie isn't as funny as other ones, but there's definitely funny no. moments, like the eggs and just, you know, some of the stuff she says. Oh, when, when the little girl's like, um, I don't, I have to look in the water before I get in because that might be jellyfish. Oh, yeah. It's like it's a fucking tub and the aunt pulls out a rubber duck, like. Yeah. And when uh, the aunt's like, oh, everything will be all right, and she's like, you'll be a good mom. Why? Yeah. Oh, because you're good at lying to kids. I, I, <laughs> that was a good line. Um, and, I, you know, I really liked the aunt, too. I think she was a good kind of final girl we see at first. She's not doing anything when she slowly starts fighting back. Yeah. I liked her. Um, yeah, so, you know, we get to the hallway again after all the chaos, and I like how they kind of brought back the other ones is deadites and then it's like truly an impossible situation um and they're saying dead by dawn dead by dawn there's i mean a lot of good callbacks to the other ones too which you know i'm always going to appreciate but um i think my favorite scene is when they finally get down to the you know parking garage i think that was a really cool sequence and we get the chainsaw back and uh good nod to the original yeah and yeah, like you can't the, do it without a chainsaw. Really. No, no, that'll always have to be in it. And it's it's yeah. fun how it's it was like the guy that died his truck and all that because they kind of mentioned it at the beginning quickly and then. Um, well, yeah, they foreshadowed that. I'm like, I can't wait to see that get used. Yeah, yeah. Because I knew yeah. immediately somebody's going into that thing. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I, you yeah. Know, somebody's running through it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There's um, no chance it didn't happen. I mean. <laughs> The creature's cool, too, like, them all coming together. It's kind of, and that's, like, the ultimate, like, family. Like, they're literally, and whatever she says, she's like, oh, I wish I could eat all of you, and you'll be inside me, and that's, you know, kind of yeah. what happens. Um, You know, when you when they're in the hallway and the guy says, I believe he said, that's my gun, mm-hmm. and she's just like, okay, you know, it's <laughs> yeah, some what, whatever, and... and then you know, down in the parking lot, you see the the um, wood chipper, and you yeah. see the chainsaw. Yeah, like, but that kill though was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert: the chainsaw to the head, fucking awesome. Well, she yep. shouldn't have said she looked like their mom. I mean, that was <laughs> totally on her. She deserved it. Yep. You don't tell a woman she looks like her mom. <laughs> Why don't you guys yes. go try that out right now? Justin, no, you go talk I, about it. No, no, I am Kyle is guessing it, but yeah. But, and she's um, not home. And then, you know, when she just like kicks her in, like. Yeah. You know. the, the only, you know, in all the Evil Dead movies, somebody loses a hand. So 
part of me was I thought like her hand would kind of get caught in it, and that's how she would lose it. Then she would change fire. That's my only I'm kind of shock they didn't do that. Kind of like seemed like a given, but uh. Oh, they got you, huh? You can't reuse everything. I, well, yeah, yeah. They they got most of it. I, I mean, I can't think of anything else really they didn't hit. That was like the one big thing. Yeah, um, I mean, I even heard I'll swallow your soul. Yeah. I think that I was in there. I'll swallow your soul. I'll swallow your soul. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. I heard it. Oh, yeah. I We got one. We didn't get, you know, the swarm. Yeah, it, yeah. We got it. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't one of the kids, didn't the boy, the son, lose his hand? No. No, he got stabbed in the arm. We didn't yeah, talk it was about like that. stabbed in the arm. Yeah. That one I thought. Oh, the fire. We didn't talk about the fire when he when she's in the um the bed sheet. Oh, yeah. Like, that that was creative, yeah. Yep. I, I thought when uh, the son gets stabbed, I thought they were going to, like, she was going to pull him and it would have, like, cut his arm. Yeah. Like, or the, uh, vertically, which would have been oh. pretty crazy. I was, so. yeah, I kind of had, or that he was going to pull it or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, I mean, it's still brutal, though. Again, stabbed there. Oof. Yeah. Um, yeah, no legs. Yeah, and then, you know, at the end, we, Ellie and the Cassie, you know, escape. Who knows? She picks up the chainsaw, so who knows if we'll see them again. Beth um, and Cassie. Yeah, so Beth, sorry. Yeah. yeah, that was the... The, Ellie's head was just kicked into a chip on, so yeah, yeah. I, I don't think she escaped. Yeah, and uh, I know the, the actress that played Beth, uh, like, they, they seem to have a great time, so yeah. I, I won't be surprised if we see her again. And I hope I hope we do. I really liked her. Um, but then we kind of see the full circle moment with the, the girl coming out and, like, like nothing happened. You know, get in her car and then she kind of sees I'm the blood. Sorry, and then, there's no way. <laughs> Kids like, and their I know, phones. I know some people can sleep through shit, but nah. <laughs> but my question is, what is she doing living in a place like that? She looks like she's, you know, upper class. Well, I mean, and, their their apartment was still really nice. I think it's just like... They, yeah, the apartment uh, was nice, but the fucking hallway looked like something out of... Who cares? That's what you want. You want you want the outside to look like shit and the inside to be good, and then nobody's going to steal your shit. I can't tell you how many times when I was working for Dish in Rhode Island that I'd go to a house in Central Falls, Rhode Island, which is like, bleh, and you, you know, outside was, oh crap, I'm going to get shot. You'd go inside the house and it's like, I see what you did there. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, so what did you guys kind of think of, you know, this, the cinematography and stuff and, you know, the way it looked? I mean, I thought it kept up with, you know, that feeling that you got with the originals, you know, with that opening shot. It didn't go, you know, it's obviously not, it's not ever going to be the same, Mm -hmm. you know, just, you know, with technology and all that stuff. Um, But, I mean, it was pretty good. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, it wasn't terribly dark. Yeah. That, that's the thing that gets me in a lot of these horror movies is when it's too goddamn dark to see anything. Yeah, that's when I'm just like, nah, I'm done with it. I don't care yeah. anymore. But it it didn't it didn't do that to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the, the little nods to the original, like like I said in the beginning, and yeah, you know the way they moved around throughout the apartment. Mm-hmm. Like cinematography was amazing, and yeah. To capture the scenes the way they did, like when she gets pulled into the elevator and it goes right up into her face, mm-hmm. and you know, definitely pretty good. Yeah, and uh, I mean, we we touched on it briefly. I think the effects were all really well done. Like the drone oh, one yeah. is, you know, I agree, kind of iffy, but other than that, you know, it's brutal, it's effective. You know, they could have gone for farther in some places, but where they did, it's still still cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, did you guys have like a favorite kill or you know moment like that? Um, mine was definitely the chainsaw to the head. Yeah, and then kicking the head into the wood chipper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just kind of like the whole eat the guy's eyeball out, spit into that guy's throat. <laughs> that was yeah. just that was creative. Yeah, it was good. You know, um, good use of 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 the effects and. 
and your audience. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely like the uh, the scalp. I think that was the that scalp was, was good. That was a good one. It, you know, mostly when you know she comes drop walking out and then drops it. Yeah, that, yeah. that made it better. The plop. Yeah. 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 Um, well, do you guys recommend this movie? If you're not squeamish by blood, yes. Yeah, I mean it was it was better than I was expecting it to be. So I was kind of dreading watching it. I you know just because I like horror it. movie. No, not in a, no, I'm not in a horror mindset. Yeah, anymore. yeah. I'm I'm always in a horror mindset, but when you know the way they talk about some of these movies nowadays, and like scariest movie ever, like. And the hype that it had behind it, you know it's going to be bad. But this definitely, it it proved me wrong on that theory. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think we're getting weaker in that sense as a species as we go Mm -hmm. forward in time. Um, Yeah. Because, you know, there's a lot of these, oh, people are not throwing up. And then it's like, for over what? Like, do people not realize that? They're actors, and it's <laughs> fake. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, get some of it been. looks pretty real, but you know, come on, let's let's make that separation, folks. Yeah. Well, there's it's some people that just can't handle vomit, you know. Well, I mean, they, yeah, if somebody's here and they throw up next to me. I'm throwing up, but you know, if it's on you know, TV, there's, there's people like I had this conversation at work. Something that scares Justin. Might not scare me and Kyle. No, something I, I get that, but like you know, let's you know, you know, everybody's different. It's and, what it is. Yeah, I don't do think use those things to try and say that it's you know the scariest thing ever because I mean, yeah. that that doesn't mean anything. You know? Yeah. Also, like this one is not as brutal as the the remake was. No. Like, there's a lot more crazier shit in that one. Like, there's some stuff in here that's crazy, but that one like. When she cut, when she has the tongue, that one's brutal. Oh, oh, she's in the shower yeah. and like it's burning her. There's a ton of crazy stuff in that one. I think especially when she's under the car and she like pulls her arm off. Yeah, that that one's a million times more brutal than this. But so, you know, so you're the Evil Dead expert out yeah. of the three of us. Um, did these all fall in line of some sort? I know the the remake yeah. was a remake. Well. But I think then they it, say Evil Dead 2 was a remake of Evil Dead 1. Yeah. You know, the rights of this franchise are fucked, like any horror movie. So, like, they made the second one, and they didn't have the rights to the first one, so at the beginning of the movie, they just reshot in, in the synopsis of the first one to get to the point. So they're kind of all canon, but, like, at the same time, they're not. Because even, like, Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness isn't perfectly lined up. But the remake... Originally it was just a remake, but then it, it did really well, and people it was really well received. And so, like retroactively, it's just become a sequel because you you have the Bruce's cameo at the end. But in oh, Army really? of Darkness, yeah, in Army of Darkness, there's a scene when he he's looking for the books, and there's the three books. So now they've yeah. kind of said like, oh, so one of the books is the one from the original Evil Dead, another one's from the remake, and then the third one is this one. Okay. So, They've kind of retroactively been like, oh, no, it's all sequels. Okay. And, uh, so I know originally they were going to do a movie with the protagonist from the remake and then Ash, but then that fell through. At one point, there was going to be Freddy versus Jason versus Ash, but that fell through. Like, kind of, it does have bad luck, kind of, um, but this did really well. So if anything, we'll see a sequel with, with uh, Beth again. I don't know if maybe they'll bring back the the Jane Levy from the last one, but I don't know. Going forward, that's... Yeah, okay. I think we'll definitely see one sooner rather than later. I mean, you're running out of time Yeah. on Bruce Campbell and, you know, I mean... How old is he? He's about 70, isn't he? He's in his 60s. He's getting up there and, I mean... Well, he... he, He's winding down anyway. He's said he's retired from live action, Ash, but there's a rumor right now. He's, He's brought it up. That there's gonna they're gonna do an animated series where he'll voice them, so who knows where that'll go? That's the rumor right now, and he he has talked about it, so I think it's more so of a in the pipeline than a rumor. But that's 
least coming up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was just wondering that. Yeah. Um. So, John, what is your rating? I give it a four out of five bugs. Justin. I'll let it have its four because it was better than I expected. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a five out of five because I love this movie. Uh, that's not what the notes just said. The I know. I did six out of five. That, that was an accident. I would give yeah. it six out of five. That was an accident, though. This is the most animated Kyle has ever been when we recorded this podcast in sixty-two fucking episodes. I See, I, I, he's I, all he's I, into I, it. He's on smile. camera. He's well, smiling. I, I know. He this is what I know. He's not being held against his will. It's you in, should know the other movies. You've seen them. <laughs> yeah, well, I know. This is all, you know. Well, anyways, it has a 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb, 84% of 100 on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 3.3 out of 5 on Letterboxd. What will you guys be covering next week? So next week, Kyle is on vacation, but Justin, you and me, we're going back to 1993 with Rookie of the Year starring Thomas Ian Nicholas, Daniel Stern, Gary Busey, Albert Brooks, and it was directed by Daniel Stern. Kyle, have you ever seen Rookie of the Year? No. Son of a bitch. Well, you cut out there, Justin. You're cutting out. Oh. And he needs to watch it before he comes back. Yes. We need, we need, he needs to watch it. You still need to, you know, still need to do your homework. <laughs> Yeah, and we'll have a brief Kyle reviews Rookie of the Year in two weeks. Um, this is an important movie to us growing up. <laughs> Watch a young Thomas Ian Nicholas, you know. <laughs> and then after that, we got some fun stuff this summer. Uh, end of the month, we'll be doing the first annual Movie Bar Game Show. And that would be not the end of this month. Oh, the end of July. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, no. This a little ahead of yourself. Well, this will drop on the 30th, so basically, yeah. And But the third week of July, we'll have that. Um, that should be fun. And all right, Kyle? The bar is now closed. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us and stay up to date with the podcast at the Movie Bar Pod on Twitter, at Movie Bar Podcast on Instagram, at Movie Bar Pod on YouTube, and at the Movie Bar Podcast on Facebook. We are on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and most places you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to check out our website, www.moviefirepod.com. Thank you for listening. Please let us know what you want to hear by contacting us on social media or via email at themoviebar.outlook.com. Please be sure to like, review, and subscribe. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.